Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Andrea, a.k.a. Jessica Spencer, with another episode of Ascended Radio. And this series is called Moving from Karmic to Cosmic. And as the title of the show um, basically describes, this is all about ascension and the awakening process and the shift that's been happening in mass since 2012, there was an acceleration or somewhat like a portal um, that opened and allowed us to accelerate our growth back into remembrance. And that's really what the ascension process means to me. Different people have different concepts of it, but that's my current understanding through my own state of consciousness. And so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, where we left off having to do with what it looks like to move from karmic to cosmic and out of those cycles and patterns that we created in our world and in our lives and just moving to freedom and independence where we have our true free will, which is not based on uh, any systems or boxes that were installed or downloaded into our experience that we call life. And we are now free from that. And for a lot of people, they're afraid of having their own controller and being their own person and being uh, remembering, as I said in the last show, that you actually are the uh, person on the couch that's playing the video game called your life. And you chose the character that you're playing and you chose the level that you're on and um, you choose to pause it or to start all over. And that was karma when you started all over. If you died and you didn't learn the lessons that that level was trying to teach you, you would come back. And now we've kind of evolved into, let's say, DVD players beyond like Nintendo where you'd be a Mario brother or something like that character. Now you're actually playing Blu-ray and you're on your couch and you get to fast forward and through certain lessons, right? And you get to rewind it if you want through your memories and you still get to pause it, but you can actually also take out that game altogether, put another one in, and you're remembering that you are the person on the couch and that you are in control. For a lot of people, that scares them, removing the karma and removing the cycles because that represents their comfort zone. And so we're moving into a new energy for those of us who are in this wave of ascension. And right now it's just a super exciting time. So I am bringing back Ascended Radio and that is what we're going to be talking about today, leaving where we left off as far as duality consciousness versus unity consciousness. So duality had to do with the cycles um, and karma and calling forth challenges in order to grow and um, no longer needing to call forth challenges in order to grow. We don't need those anymore. We don't need contrast anymore. Now we can be proactive in our in our growing process and take responsibility for it. So for those of us that are ready, um, we are in this part of the ascension process where we no longer need pain to grow. We don't need challenges. We don't need drama anymore. We don't have to scare ourselves by putting in the scary movie um, into action. Now we get to be in our peace, our natural state of being. So I want to welcome on the show, and he's going to partially listen, um, the writer, the awakening uh, song that I'm going to play at the end of the show and that I used to play in the beginning. So we'll probably do both. But this is Mark Spencer, a.k.a. Philo, and he's going to chime in here and there about the awakening process and what it means to him and what ascension means. And we're also going to talk a little bit about Twin Flames and how that relates to the awakening process. Mark, welcome to the show. Much, much, 
thank you much. Appreciate you taking the time and allowing me to to chime in and participate. Of course. And you're also my, my brother. So it's interesting because we have these things called soulmates and we have soul families that are sometimes not your biological family, but he actually is my biological family, but also my soul family. I feel like we are pretty much twins and uh, definitely lived many lifetimes together. What does the ascension process or awakening mean to you? I don't know. Over, over time, I, I really, um, and as I learn, it, it kind of changes, not necessarily changes, but it's, it's always evolving as we are. And at this point, just looking at, at the ascension process physically, it's, I think it's more getting into contact with your eternal self. So it's not necessarily, it's, a, it's like simultaneously with awakening. And I think some people think of it as getting to your higher self. I think it's getting more in touch with your inner self. And we're so tied to our physical being that um, that's misconstrued. I think the more, well, the more that I learn, I think it's, it's getting back to our, our spiritual and, and eternal self and, revisiting that that life and because that is our that is the connection to the higher being and our connection to what is creation is is what's inside of us and that eternal portion of us and the residue that we leave and the trail that we leave with our with our beings through our physical lifetime so it's almost like a remembrance yeah that's i guess that's the simplest way to to put it yeah that's I- Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at, for me, you know, I feel like in 2012, uh, the ascension process or ascension is what we called it. And now I think that it's broadened and reached people that are not necessarily, quote unquote, spiritual. And now it's taking on the word awakening, which is more of a, I think, a globally accepted term. Um, and that people are not necessarily frightened of. But there's an awakening happening in so many different aspects of society, and a lot of those old things are coming up to the surface to be healed. And that is then, as you said, like the residue that that we leave, it's getting back in touch with that and kind of removing all the things that don't serve us so that we get back to who we actually are, a natural state of being. And for those of us who, like I said, are proactive in our own awakening process or ascension process, we've already, you know, we're kind of like the spiritual guinea pigs. You know, we, we, we've allowed a lot of those things to come to the surface that the collective is now experiencing. Like a lot of the fears we've already dealt with, most, most of them and some of them come back to just to reconfirm within ourselves that we actually have uh, incorporated those, those lessons and we've healed and we are now almost a new being. Like I feel like it's being reborn in your body without having to physically die. That's the deeper definition to me of ascension. So if if people want to look at it this way, you know, at this moment in time or out of time, anything that happened before, no longer, that's a past life. It's literally like you're reincarnating when you are uh, calling forth those memories. It's, It's literally like a reincarnation or reenactment of a life that is no longer even here. Like, you're literally all of those fears, all those worries, everything. It's just a clean slate. Like that is almost the resurrection of the soul that I feel like Jesus is, you know, that we refer to as Jesus actually was a really good example of is dying, um, but dying within your physical body and coming back with those gifts that you already always had as a divine being, but you're bringing them to the physical planet. 
does that kind of resonate uh, with you as well, Mark, on the whole ascension thing and kind of remembrance? Yeah, I mean, you're already so articulate in the way you explain it. You know, it's such a difficult subject, I think, with such a, a broad definition and there's so many ideals out there, but I always love the way that you, you, you put it so simplistically for people to understand. That's a, that's definitely a great, it definitely resonates. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, and I also want to remind everybody that the guest call-in number is 929-477-2981. Um, I do actually see a caller with a 334 area code. I'm not sure if you're calling to listen or if you had anything to say, so I'm actually going to open your line and you can contribute to the conversation if you like. And if not, I'll just go ahead and put you back on mute and you can listen from there. Hi, caller. Your name and where you're calling in from. Hi, my name is Shakira. And um, I was wondering, are you guys doing reading or anything? No, we're not. Um, this is just a discussion. Um, but you can actually email me. I actually am really good friends with a medium who can um, assist you if you like. Okay. Okay. Um, you can email me at ascended-radio at gmail.com, and I'll put you in touch with him. Okay, ascended-radio. At uh-huh. where? At, at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. So along those lines, and thank you so much, caller, for calling in. And again, the call-in number is 929-477-2981. And the chat room should also be going, too, if you go to blogtalkradio.com. But part of also, I think, the, the ascension process and what I'm learning right now, Mark, and audience, is that, um, a lot of the things that we work on within ourselves, we do it on behalf of the collective. So when we're healing um, a lot of these things within ourselves proactively, whether it's anger or, you know, a trauma that happened or whatever, we're actually doing that for the collective because we are all one. And so, like I said, a, a lot of the fears and things that we dealt with as people that are on this ascension process as individuals, we're now seeing it's almost like we reached a threshold within the light workers that are on the planet that have been doing work for so long. And we reached enough, I guess, to high enough vibration that the threshold or the scales have tipped enough. And I'm not saying on a huge level, but enough to where it's actually affecting the collective. And now all of their collective things are coming up. And for a lot of people, it almost looks like they're, they're, it's like they're being pulled kicking and screaming almost by the universe because it has to come to, the surface to be healed. The energy on the planet has already changed. So a lot of those things, again, that are happening in your individual life that you're healing, you're helping to actually heal for the whole planet. So when you forgive or when you release, when you heal, when you're meditating, when you're clearing your mind, when you're smiling at somebody on the street, that's actually a spiritual act. Um, smiling at someone on the street, that's an act of kindness. And that, again, is as Mark said, that is a reflection of who you really are, of your natural state of being, and you're just becoming more of that, and you're doing it in your physical body without having to die. You can look at your memories as the life review that you have that many people have described when you pass away, where you almost have this film uh, tape running, and you get to see every moment in your life, and you relive the guilt and the regret and the love and the anger and the happiness and the joy and the sadness. 
And now as divine beings, because if you're a divine being, if you think of it this way, you don't know what it is to be human or to experience those emotions. You don't know what it is to feel um, separation because you know that you're one. That's, that's just the natural state that you are. So we actually get to come down, incarnate onto this planet and experience what it is that human beings get to experience. And we get to heal that experience that might have become negative or tainted or lower vibrational. We get to actually heal that for all of humanity so that everybody can live uh, peacefully. Um, and, and that's another thing that I noticed. With a lot, you know, we also have to accept that and, and not make people wrong for the different experiences that they're choosing to live out. Um, some people want to live out a an angry existence. You know, some people want to live out a life of struggle. Some people want to be happy and some people want to be at peace and some people want um, to vibrate on a lower level. And that's it's not necessarily right or wrong or for us to judge. That's the experience. That's the character that they are choosing to play. It's like when you put, you know, like I said, a horror movie in, you're the person on the couch. You don't judge the movie that you put in to entertain you. You just use it and you observe it as um, being resonant with the mood that you're in. Or if you're sad, you might put a comedy in and to change the vibration within yourself. You might meditate. You might take a hot shower, whatever it is. But you don't judge the experience. You um, just tweak it so that it's a vibrational match for where you're choosing to be. And some people choose to vibrate on a lower level. And so that's another thing for a lot of us light workers who tend to want to kind of, quote, unquote, save people. We have to allow them to play out this character um, that they've chosen to play because they do have the free will to do so. And we can begin, again, healing within our own lives, which is going to have that ripple effect on the collective anyway. So we don't need to expend energy on specific people and, and quote unquote, saving them, which is almost egoic in, in, in and of itself. I know Mark, you and I have talked about that. We're both very like generous people. We're, we're raised in a somewhat spiritual family or one that didn't force us to believe in religion. And we had, you know, our dad would have some paranormal experiences and, and we talk about dreams and we've just always been really open. Like how has this spiritual path affected your life or how do you, how do you live your life every day as such a positive person that you are? I don't, I don't think it's something that unnecessarily, like if something's innate to you, it's hard at times because especially growing up, you don't necessarily realize where you're at and that's for anybody. You don't understand. You don't have a full your senses aren't developed enough to know, but you are who you are. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, for me, I, could, I just, no matter what, it's just as I get older, I just realize this is what it is. This is who I am. It's a great time to be because there's so much knowledge, so much wisdom, so many people seeking, so many people awakening, so many people searching, which is, it gives me confidence. You know, when I was younger, it was, it was I just stayed quiet, you know, and as peaceful as like, I could and now I have the confidence to speak up a little bit, which is why I started doing music to express that message. But we are, we are all one. I think that as that perspective grows, it gives us, it gives us the ability to be, be ourselves where, like you, like you said, um, being, being who you are is not, is not the easiest thing, but, it's just, it's just who you are. So as as this, I don't think ascending necessarily is a 
uh, esoteric things where you where you're just gonna there's an aha and the heavens are gonna open up. It's just gonna allow people to be who they are mm-hmm. and the best that they are, and that will raise it. So when we talk about eating, we get locked into this. It's gonna be a split from the physical. I think it's a split from the physical frame of being mm-hmm. and into who you are. And once that happens, and the perspective can open up, it'll shift our conscious path, our collective conscious path. And once everybody's allowed to be the best they are, because everybody has good and bad or that they are, but once everybody's functioning and able to have the courage and ability to be who they are in the physical realm, the physical won't be here, like the monetary system and all the systems that we have in place to keep us in fear and the messages that we receive to push our consciousness this the direction we're going. Once we're able to move that, to have the courage to move that and be the best part of ourselves, that's ascension, you know, collective ascension. Mm-hmm. It's just us being the best us that we can be. If everybody's the best that they can be every day, it doesn't matter if you're vibrating lower, you're still better than you were, and you're attempting to be better, it opens up, and that's eating. You know what I'm saying? That's the return of the body. That's the body of creation. Because we're just, if we're all one, that includes we're just a cell within a huge body that's ever growing. So if we're being our best, then our body's going to be physically better. If we eat better physically, we're going to be in a better health. If we're reading and studying and searching and seeking, then we're going to be better. You know what I mean? And we're just a, we're just a microcosm of a larger body that can be better. Like the, like divine potential. Yeah. We're just a piece of, we're just a small piece of a body. If we let it die, we let it die, just like our body. We're just a small reflection of it, of the divine body. It's not separate from. We are the divine. We're in, like we have blood cells within our body. We're just a cell within it. Right. Wow. Well, that all brings us, and the, the talk of oneness and the micro and the macro, um, I wanted to get in a little bit where I left off before in last show uh, about Twin Flames. Because this has been big in my life, and you've seen me go through it, and it's been a very interesting, uh, long, drawn-out experience, but it's also been probably the most spiritual experience that I've ever had because this has all happened in the unseen realm. Like, there's not that much physical evidence of this physical person that I actually know. There's not that much physical evidence of, of this connection, and I know there's thousands of people that are experiencing this. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about it. And, and I've been on this since about 2011, and it's 2018. For those who are twin, who are twin flames, uh, you know that this is a balancing between the, the masculine energy and uh, feminine energy has nothing to do with gender because we are energy. Um, we're borrowing this body. <laughs> so we, we, that when we actually talk about gender, it's another box that we kind of put into ourselves. And it's, it's literally like a name. It's only necessary so that you can communicate about it. But in actuality, we're energy. And energy can't be contained in a box of any sort. So in this lifetime, you may appear as a quote-unquote man. In your last lifetime, you might have appeared as a woman or an animal or something completely different. So we kind of have to expand our uh, way of thinking about that. But so to me, the twin flame, it's a vibratory match birthed at the same time in the same energetic womb as you and you're reuniting to heal from the separation of yourself 
which is embodied in another being or seemingly, right? And also on behalf of the collective from their illusion of separation from all that is, right? So hence we are reborn again into our own wholeness. Nothing before this moment exists. As I said before, nothing before this moment of acceleration, ascension, of awakening of this shift Once you're reborn in it, which is just you remembering, if you look at remembering, like remember, you know, I always see a body and you're remembering, like reintegrating it all into one. You're reassembling it, right? And so we can look at this whole thing of the twin flame. This is coming about because, again, of that scale, that shift that's allowing new divine relationships to come into fruition. And this is not... Um, a small thing, and it's not something that is just for these two people to fall in love and live happily ever after. This is a cosmic cause. Uh, It's an on-purpose union of your own self. It's a part of that remembrance. It's a part of that ascension process. And for those souls who have chosen to experience that integration of your own vibratory match, um, we're going to be the new examples of relationship on the planet that's beyond even condition that you know a lot of people say there's unconditional love this is beyond even that we're talking about divine love we're talking about loving someone whether i'm in a relationship with you or not we're talking about literally loving and communicating telepathically with another soul that's seemingly outside of yourself the one thing that i'll definitely say about my twin flame is that we vibrate the same. And I've never met another being whose vibration was the same exact feeling, almost essence of my own. And nobody told me that. This is completely my experience from 2011 to now. And just assessing what it was like to actually be in that person's presence, although I knew them for years before, I didn't have this insight at the time. And gaining it has been this whole cyclical experience where it's almost like, again, a reflection of life itself, where you go from unknowingness into knowingness, into insight, into pain from this feeling of separation, which is uh, almost feels like a, some type of a trauma. And then you go through excitement and anticipation, and then you go through frustration and disappointment, and then you go through resentment and then fear and then anger and then forgiveness and then release and then you're reborn. You're you're at peace. You're back where you started. But now you have the insight that you that you had. And because insight and because love and all of that vibrates on a higher level, if you look at the ocean or if you look at like vinegar and, and water, oil and water and oil rising to the surface because it's vibrating higher, um, or you look at density that might fall deeper into the ocean, um, those emotions or those experiences of elation and anticipation and trust in the universe and faith and divine love, that's what you're left with. Everything else fell away. Everything else is transmuted. And so you're just left with love. And so that experience and that one twin flame experience is also, it, it's a, it, you know, it's a definitely a different you can also apply that to experience of relationship with your family, um, your job, your career, your purpose. And it's always just going through, allowing yourself to go through all of those feelings. 
then becoming the observer of them, once you've released them, knowing that they're not a part of you and they've fallen away, and as Mark said, you remember. Now you're left with just who you really are, which is love. You get back to all of the higher vibrational experiences that you went through because you allowed yourself, you called forth this process. And so my biggest thing is that you don't need to know the details of how this whole thing of life is going to end or how this relationship to your twin flame or how your relationship to your purpose is. You just need to be clear on how you want it to end, not the details of the why. You just need to know that you want it to end up in this particular way and be clear on that. All the things that happen in between, that this thing called life, the fun parts of it that we that we are sometimes frustrated with, just like I said, when you put in the movie, you're on the couch and you're scaring yourself, but you're entertained by it at the same time, right? Or you put in a movie and it makes you sad and cry and think of things from the past, but there's also a little bit of enjoyment from it. So that's the whole thing of life. The meat of it is going to happen. You don't need it. You don't need. To, it doesn't require your attention to know how it's going to happen. Just know that it is. And once you know that it is, like if you don't know how to forgive, just know that you will, know that you want to, know that that's your desired outcome. You don't need to know the details of it and then leave it. That's what trust is. That's what faith is. And Mark, what do you do you want to chime in on that? I know that you're married and, and you're married to your soulmate that you've been with for forever and you've seen me go through this. For, for, for people who are listening that I know for sure are on this twin flame journey, you watching me go through this with uh, someone that I know but that I'm not in union with? Like, how has it been watching this from the outside? Um, I guess it's outside, but I have an inside just because I know you. So it's not as outside as it might seem, you know what I mean? Because I I know your character and we've spoken before and I've watched your path and I understand your your mind frame and things that you're drawn to. So it's not it's not necessarily shocking or it doesn't you know I'm hoping that it that it works out as you want because you don't you don't know none of us know it's just all faith you know what I mean so um, you always just hope for the best but it's something so strong and in, in, in understanding what magnetism is and spiritual energy is if it's in alignment it's in alignment and it's going to be what you want it may not be exactly how you want it you can just be as clear as you want but nothing is you know, there's no set picture, you know, it may not be what you fully imagine, but I, I don't doubt that it's, that it's real and it's happening. It just may not look, at worst case scenarios, it may not look exactly how the picture was. You may not, you may be on a mountaintop as opposed to a sandy beach, you know what I mean? But you're going to be at some, some beautiful peak regardless of what it is. Right. Um, it's, and I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to no, say as far as um, I was going to say as far as feminine energy, my own my, my own experience. I'm glad that you brought the feminine and the masculine energy um, because it kind of goes back to us talking about like our physical mind state and what it does. Because feminine and masculine energy is nothing but feminine and masculine energy has nothing to do with with our with our physical beings as a man or a woman. And I think that people need to realize that it is just. Energy. I almost wish there was a different name for it. You know, it's just like a positive and a negative charge, and there are certain aspects of those energies, certain traits of those energies that draw to that the twin flame or your 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 spouse significant other, whatever you wanna you wanna call it. 
but it's very it's, I think it's very important to make that that um, that distinction that is it is just energy whether it's magnetic energy or whatever kind of energy we want to call it that it's not male and female you just happen to be a male or female but it has right. nothing to do with that it's just the traits of that particular energy field and and I'm glad you bring that up because again this is when we balance this on the on the micro level, which is a reflection of the macro with the individual and the collective, um, when we balance the masculine and energy within ourselves, our grounding, our creativity, our flow, everything is in balance. We're also doing that for the collective. So um, it's just it's happening on the planet in such a beautiful way. And I know right now it kind of may look chaotic. Um, but that's because everything is being healed. Everything is being called to the surface. And a lot of it we've already gone through within our own selves. So the people are going to be looking to all of us to be of some sort of guidance to them. They knew something was, you know, was going on with you or they know the, the way that you adjust and that you uh, kind of just are and react to life. And you're not even, I don't like to say react because, most of us are proactive. Um, but again, the last thought I want to say about moving from karmic to cosmic and no longer needing to call forth challenges and pain in order to grow, again, you are being reborn in your physical body. You have access to all the gifts that you think you do when you die now. You are that person. As Mark said, you're literally remembering that. And all of those thoughts, fears, anxieties, memories, it was a past life. It's no longer relevant to this one. That's why none of those old tools will work in this new incarnation. And notice I say incarnation, not reincarnation, because this is a new energy that has not existed before. So everything is being healed Therefore, there's no need for karma. Karma happens so that we could heal things and keep going through them until they were healed. And we don't need that anymore. Those of us that are in this wave of awakening. Um, we are at the end of the show. So, Mark, I want to welcome you for, for coming on to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you to the two callers that called in. I didn't get to the 917 area code. Please call in next week. We're going to be talking about the same same stuff um, just different perspectives and where we are now, how it's looking for us, those of us that have been on this wave since about 2012. I know for a lot of us, for myself, it looks very different, and sometimes I judge myself for it looking so different or my vibration feeling different, but things coming to me a lot easier. Um, and it's almost like we've been socialized to believe that you have to work hard at certain things. You have to expend a lot of energy. But that's, again, physical world ways of thinking, thinking is again a physical a world attribute. Now we feel, now we sense. Those are the new words, the new vocabulary that we need to be utilizing on a regular basis. Um, so we're going to be utilizing that vocabulary. We're going to be chatting and talking and just really helping to elevate ourselves and therefore everybody that we touch in our lives and they then touch in theirs. So thank you for listening to Ascended Radio where we are authentically becoming our divine selves. Welcome to the awakening. Welcome to the awakening. The open.
Welcome to the awakening. 